Jeffrey and Adonis are both given the new iPhone 14. Jeffrey snatches his phone without saying thank you and crawls off to his room, whilst Adonis receives his gifts with gratitude. Jeffrey installs Reddit, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, and then straight away he starts looking for girls, whilst Adonis uses the camera app to take a picture of his favorite leaf. Soon, Adonis forgets about his phone. He has a priority to focus on, leadership. Meanwhile, Jeffrey is severely addicted. Every morning, Jeffrey wakes up and checks his phone straight away. And most mornings, Jeffrey starts his day by fapping. I was dangerously addicted to video games for 10, maybe 15 years. I think a lot of guys my age have like some weird similar memory, so I'm 25, that one of the first games my parents bought me was Grand Theft Auto 3. I must have been honestly like eight years old, nine years old, not even close to hitting puberty yet. And here I am bashing prostitutes with a baseball bat. <laughs> the simple games I used to play, like what was that first console called? Uh, Sega, Sega, we used to have that. And that, that was the one which you had like the actual like cassettes for and you had to like, if it wasn't working, like you'd have to put it in and if it wasn't working, Danny, you try. <laughs> we had one of those big computers. Obviously these days you just have like MacBooks, like slim looking like laptops or like gaming computers. We had one which like the monitor was like this thick with like the pull out keyboard and the little speakers by the sides. The computer mouse that wasn't like a laser one and it had like a white ball inside of it. And I used to like open them up in school and take the balls. <laughs> when I think back about those early childhood experiences revolving gaming, like it does seem wholesome. You probably had a smile on your face watching me talk about it for the last 30 seconds. But there was a large part of that which wasn't wholesome. That I played video games every single day for years and years and years. Around the time I got into high school and kids started to develop and mature and focus on more important things, I was still the video gamer. That girl over there has been studying four hours every single day. She's gonna get really good grades and eventually get into a really good university. I've been thinking about RuneScape and Minecraft for four hours a day. That other girl over there who looked at me once and we held eye contact and she slightly smiled at me and so I had a crush on her for like six months. She's been going to parties and drinking and actually getting sexual with the guys there. Kids were growing up and I was still playing Minecraft. And you know, that can be okay. We all have our different trajectories and you know, I'm still only like 14, 15. I'm not that old. But then I get a little bit older and older and older. Studies in school starts getting a lot more serious. The exams are getting more serious and I'm still addicted to video games. It's the end of high school now. The exams that are gonna direct maybe the rest of our lives and I'm not studying. I'm not revising for the exams. You know, this is a stereotypical thing that people say, but I genuinely promise you that this was exactly true. A lot of my high school and even college exams, I didn't study for up until quite literally the day of the exam. So if the exam was at 9am, I'd wake up at 5 and maybe do one hour of studying, maybe. Think about how unprepared I was for these things. And even when I wasn't currently playing the video game, throughout the day, I'd just naturally be thinking about it. Because you know when you like emotionally invest in something so much, and it's such an important habit and hobby of yours, you naturally think about it. So whilst there was another kid who I was essentially competing with when it came to exams, or even, you know, like trying to attract some of the girls there in high school and college, it was another kid who when he was having a shower would be thinking productive thoughts. And yet there's me frustrated in the shower trying to figure out how to solve the puzzle in monkey madness on RuneScape. Now for me, for a very long time, my addiction was video games, but for you, it could be other things. I've certainly been addicted to other things. Weed, porn, junk food. I've had multiple things that have genuinely changed my life forever in a very bad way. Maybe I just naturally have an addictive personality. That could be an objective truth of the world that I could just be prone to having addictions, but I don't think it serves us to just say, yeah, you know, I've got an addictive personality, so it's just how it is. No, no, no. Because I think there's still progress that we can make. Age 17, I stopped playing video games as much, and you know, I started going into the gym, and that was really good. But things got a lot worse because the addictions that you have as a child, they're like, oh yeah, go on, whatever. Like, yeah, he's not studying, it's yeah, whatever. The addictions that I had as a young adult weren't just distracting, they were dangerous. If we fast forward a couple of years, I'm in university, 
and I'm partying. Like, I'm, I'm one of those guys who are just constantly partying and drinking. It's not an exaggeration when I tell you that I would have at least half a liter of vodka in the night. So anyone who's quite modest in their drinking, who does drink, they might have a couple of shots of vodka and like, that's them. Like, oh, yo. I want you to imagine the entire bottle, like a one liter bottle of vodka between me and my friend. And a lot of people know this, but just in cases you didn't know what British drinking culture is like, that one liter bottle of vodka that we drank, we drank it before we went out to drink. British drinking culture is disgusting. And it's this concept of pre-drinking where you drink before you go out to drink. So you and your friends sit inside and you drink and then you go out later to drink. So before we went out to drink, we had drunk a liter of vodka between us. And I promise you that's not an exaggeration. And I also promise you that was healthy compared to the other things we did. Now it's gonna get dark. There was another all-time favorite substance that we'd be taking at the time, which was NOS in gas form, where you put it into a balloon. You know, like a normal balloon, like a party balloon. You fill the balloon with this kind of gas and you inhale and it like messes up your brain. Honestly, it feels like you just die. Like it feels like you kind of die for a few seconds. Like that's what happened to me because it used to be quite like, like strong for me. You just kind of like pass out for a few seconds and then come back and you're like, oh yeah, really happy. Oh yeah, sweet guys. Like I felt something this time. Oh. A myriad of multiple other drugs we were taking. And of course, around this time of, you know, partying and taking drugs, what do you think that's linked to? This is why I will never ever date a girl who's in the party scene because the party scene is entirely linked to hookup culture, casual sex. And whilst I was doing all the drugs and drinking and we'd go out to parties, the main thing in my mind was which girl I was going to hook up with that day, which doesn't seem that bad, you know, as a late bloomer, I didn't really experience like high school dating or something. So, oh, you know, her, he's just having fun. Huh? That's probably one of my worst addictions. Just trying to sleep with low quality women. Because the amount of headaches you go through and what happens to your life when you do this, and when this is like a huge desire of yours to just try and get laid, it sends you down a very wrong path next to broken women, broken men. And I couldn't stop. For years and years and years, this is literally all I did. I didn't study. I barely went to the gym anymore. All I did was just party, take drugs, get laid. Sounds like an amazing time for some people. And yet it leaves you with one of the biggest bouts of depression of like this lack of dopamine afterwards because you fried your receptors, you experienced too much pleasure and now it's time for the pain. Well, not just yet because after experiencing all this, that's when I got addicted to weed and I started smoking every single day. Something I've learned now from the scientist Andrew Huberman is that when we experience pleasure, there has to be an equal amount of pain afterwards. It's just kind of like how the human brain works and when we voluntarily experience pain, there will be also a huge spike in pleasure. I was actively avoiding pain through all this time. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I wanted to feel the stimulus of the things that I was addicted to. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, so I'm explaining this in a way that I understand. But this keeps getting proven time and time again. And it makes sense. If you keep pursuing pleasure, you will experience a lot of pain to come. But if you choose to experience pain and discomfort, you will start to feel really good. Now, my issue is that I became soft around this time. I got a little bit fat as well, age 21, 22. Gained a bunch of weight from my like earlier days when you know I used to be lean and attractive. Got very depressed and anxious. Started to stay inside, just felt unhappy. Used to cry quite often. Smoking, smoking, smoking every single day. Junk food every single day. Just more and more and more and more and more pleasure to put onto that roller coaster, which is eventually gonna go down. Just delaying when it goes down and then crash. That's when the pain hits. And I'm crying every single day and I hate my life. Addictions almost killed me. And there's a lot of men out there who will say the exact same thing. And this is why I will never ever downplay how serious it is when a young man simply just plays video games. People have always said, by the way that I preach to you and I tell you how evil these things are, some people have always said that I'm being far too dramatic, that you can play one hour of video games a day. It's just a drink, lad. Just come and have a drink. And I was going to 
to say no offense, but honestly, like, I do mean to be offensive here. People who have said that are losers. They are grade A losers. The kind of guys who have disagreed with the message of Adonis who are always losers. They're always Jeffries. And then the same story that I've told so many times starts where suddenly something happens. If you were observing my life, something happens in May 2020 that changes it all. What was it? Just before that, I'm eating a bunch of junk food. I'm smoking weed every day. I'm watching porn. I'm living like a degenerate. You know, usually smart people will tell you, yeah, there's no shortcut or anything. And I usually agree with that. But there was a shortcut for me. I found a million dollar shortcut that pretty much no one else is talking about online. Can you think of what it was? Where I literally, within two, three nights, transformed my life forever. And that was two years ago, two and a half years ago. And my life is still transformed because of this small thing that I did in May 2020. I started to improve my mental health. You see, all this time, I tried to stop doing the bad habits. And you've tried this too. You try and stop that thing that you know that isn't good for you. And it doesn't really work, does it? Not only is the relapse rate so high, so if you want to quit video games, you end up going back to it. You really want to lose weight. You don't want to eat the junk food. I'm not going to eat the junk food. And then you eat the junk food eventually. The relapse rate is very high. And maybe worst of all, it just feels horrible to try and take a step back from something that you're addicted to. It feels like a full-time job, doesn't it? It's like when a young guy gets onto NoFap for the first time, he's almost paranoid of the next time that he's going to fap. It's constantly in your mind. Okay, don't, don't fap. Please, today's not, no, no, I'm not going to fap. I'm not, don't eat the food. Don't eat the food. Should I just eat the food? No, 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 don't, don't. That is a mental problem. And I realized, I don't know how I came to this realization, but it changed everything for me. I realized that those bad habits that I was doing, those addictions that I had, I realized that they were not the problem. Video games are not the problem. Porn is not the problem. Junk food, drugs are not the problem. Because as soon as you understand this, you will actually get that shortcut to improvement. And that was that all of these things that we've been thinking are the problem are not the problem. They are symptoms of the problem. Your issue isn't that you keep fapping. Your issue isn't that you take drugs, or you play video games, or you eat junk food, or all of these bad habits. That isn't the issue. The issue is poor mental health. And the symptom of poor mental health is being addicted to porn. The symptom of poor mental health is being addicted to video games, playing video games for hours every single day because someone with good mental health does not do those things. Someone with good mental health may, you know, enjoy a little bit of video games. Not even the amount that these guys online like to cope and say one hour a day. Someone with good mental health may drink alcohol like twice a year. They might like try smoking weed with their friends like once or twice or maybe five times in their entire life. And it's genuinely not even a problem for them. They never get addicted to these things. We've been focusing on the wrong side of the coin. We've been trying to stop these bad habits. And it's been so hard because trying to stop your vice that is a distraction from your horrible life, it doesn't work. Because video games for a lot of guys are genuinely the only place where he feels happy. Inside of the virtual world, a lot of guys are dragon slayers, commanders, generals in the army. You know, they've got prestige in there. They feel good in there. And in the real world, you're a loser. In the real world, you're a man of low status and that hurts and that feels horrible. And so when a video gamer tries to quit playing video games and you know, he's somewhat successful for a couple of hours. Well, his real world, his real life is just trash. He doesn't feel good. He feels unhappy. And then if he feels unhappy and he feels bored and his social life, his friends are in that environment where he's trying to get out of, how long is he going to last? He can go with, you know, this confidence. Yeah, guys, I'm never going to play video games again. I'm done now. How long is he going to last? Because focusing on the symptoms does not work. If it did, every single guy who's trying to quit playing video games would have quit. If what we've been trying so far really did work, then every fat 42 year old woman who wants to lose, you know, 15 kilograms this month, she might have done it. Everyone who's just had the wish to, you know, lose some weight or do something good, they would have done it. But what I realized in May 2020 that changed it all for me was that trying to change in this real world is not that effective. What we must do is change in our minds first. And that's what changed it all for me. The route to cure an addiction is to improve your mental health so much so that you feel so mentally happy, grateful, present, so that then your normal baseline 
baseline life, like your baseline happiness is actually above when you distract yourself with video games. You want to know why happy people never get addicted to weed? Because the high that they get from weed is actually a low compared to their baseline. And the same with video games. A mentally healthy person might find some enjoyment in playing games and usually that's just because this, like, you know, his friends are there and it's literally just the social connection that makes it fun. But even then, if you're just happy around the clock, would you sink as deep into video games as you have? If you were genuinely happy, if you were the kind of guy who seems like he's having fun no matter what he does, would you be addicted to bad habits? Of course not, because the ROI would just not be there. This is the side of the coin, the route to curing addictions that we've never discussed and we've never been told of. We've heard of all these strategies of how to quit video games, how to quit porn. Yeah, download this blocker. If you download this blocker and then you go onto the porn website, it won't show you anything. Yay. People have told you about junk food. Like, yeah, just don't buy the junk food. And then you, you can, if you've got junk food, just throw it away. And then if it's not in your house, you use less willpower. Yeah, and how are those working out for the entire world? There's millions of guys who've got porn blockers, YouTube blockers, millions. And you want to know how many times I've seen comments from people say, yeah, I downloaded this blocker and this one and this one, but it doesn't work because I just turned them off. And you know, the ones that are really strict and don't allow you to turn them off. I just wait and then I don't put it back on and I just keep watching porn. Well, yeah, because using this kind of modern technology, it's like this childish root of like just covering up your eyes and saying, ha, I can't see you. <laughs> Eventually the veil gets pulled away. You need to be so mentally healthy and happy that you would know that if you indulged in this thing again, you would actually feel less happy, less stimulated, less pleasurable because of the mind that you have built. There is a way to improve your mental health and cure your addictions faster than any researcher seems to talk about. Any doctor will tell you before he prescribes you medication. So maybe just try this first because it's completely free, harmless, and you can you know take it one step at a time. And that's to simply improve your mental health through self-improvement. I made a two-hour long guide on how to do this. It's on YouTube. It's completely for free. Click and watch that video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.